guys with the BCG podcast. I'm Ayana and I'm with Jack Nick. Yo. And we have some pretty cool topics to talk about today. Um, so starting off, I uh, wanted to start off with my, like, Cam Newton is one of my favorite players in the NFL. So um, to hear that he's uh, now been cleared from uh, to, to practice with the Patriots is actually really exciting news for the NFL season and for the Patriots. Um, most certainly because, um, you know, obviously the quarterback troubles came in when he had to go out <laughs> from COVID. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he's all good and ready to go and um, that he can uh, lace up on Sunday. That'll be a really good uh, – that's going to be a pretty good game, Broncos. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to watch it. I want to see what Cam is going to do, if he's going to be back to his normal Cam. Or, you know, obviously he hasn't been practicing for, I think, at least two weeks. So, you don't really know how he's going to look after that, but hopefully he's uh, back to old Cam. Um, yeah. What do you have to say about that? No, I think Cam should be fine, you know, just coming back, you know, making sure he's, you know, healthy and everything. Like, I don't think it's a problem for him to go out there and perform, especially in that offense. He'll be definitely, definitely be fine. Yeah, I think he should I think uh, should be good to go. All right, so starting off, we just want to mention for our – this episode, we were mainly talk, going to be talking about um, Lamar Jackson and his passing struggles. Lamar Jackson has not been passing the ball very well. Uh, his accuracy has been a little down since the season has started. Um, a lot of people are saying that is this going is this going to be how he's going to be for the rest of his uh, NFL career? I doubt that that's going to happen. But my thing is, I feel like when he won the MVP, people gave him a little bit too much praise just for winning the MVP. And it's like if you can't if you can't uh hold up that how do I say it? Um I don't know. Hold up the same type of uh game no expectations. I got you. Expectations. If you can't do that then obviously it's gonna look bad. And I think people praised him a little too much early on and like, you know, because I know he's young, he's a young player. Now, the thing that I I have to just mention is that I feel like we've seen Lamar Jackson before. I feel like Cam Newton is like a Lamar Jackson, but a way better version. Um, taller, really? and yeah, I think that we. That's what I mean by I feel like too many people gave him too much praise. You know, it's it's he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that he's not. So I feel like, you know, you had a guy like Cam Newton who's been doing that consistently for years. Exactly what Lamar Jackson has been doing. And I understand that he didn't win MVP. Um, he didn't win MVP early, early on, like, in his career. But Cam Newton was only, like, what, 26 when he won MVP? I mean, he, well, he, was, a, he was a pretty young guy. So, you know, I, I'm kind of confused on why people feel like Lamar Jackson is just one of a kind player. I feel like I've seen him before. And that's no disrespect to him because that means if you, if you can look like Cam Newton, I mean, you got to be really good, like, to really be honest. Like, I mean, Cam Newton is one of the best – uh, football players in the NFL. So if, if you can look like that, then obviously you're a good player. Lamar Jackson is, is probably in the in some people's top five quarterbacks. He's not in my top five quarterbacks. He's probably wow. in other people's top five quarterbacks. And, you know, I was just listening to uh, Stephen A. These guys were on uh, first take, and they were just saying, you know, Lamar Jackson, he could potentially be in a slump forever playing under the Ravens offense. And, now, I don't know how true that could be. Um, I just see what he's doing right now, and he doesn't look too good. I watched the game when he played Patrick Mahomes, and he just didn't look I'm – not, I'm not, I don't know. He just didn't look 
he just didn't look good. No, he had a bad game. He he definitely had a bad game, but I wouldn't I wouldn't like necessarily judge like his his career moving forward off of you know the the small sample size that we got so far this season. Like last season, he was far and beyond the best player on the field. Um, and I think that if he does iron out the kinks as far as in his throwing game. He has the potential to be one of the best players of all time, if not the best player of all time. His talent is definitely, like, you know, one of a kind to me. He's one of the most talented players I've ever seen with his, you know, with his combination of throwing ability and running ability. Like, it's it's off the charts. And if he's just able to iron it out just enough to be a prolific passer, he'll be the best player of all time or one of the best players of all time. I hear <laughs> You're a wildin', bro. Best player of all time? No. <laughs> He's gonna be a pretty good player, but I, I'm not. I, I, I've never been the person to listen to the hype. Like I've had to, I, I have to watch a player and see what everything is about. And when I watched him, I'm not saying he's not a good player. Trust me. I just feel like I've seen it before. Like I just heard a guy on, on I forgot the analyst, but he said we've never seen a player like this outside of Michael Vick. I'm like, are you dead serious here? So we just gonna forget Cam Newton existed. That's, that's no, 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 nobody's saying that that he that he he's like something that we've never ever seen. Like, of course, we've seen versions of of Lamar Jackson, the guy that can throw and run dual threat quarterback. But I don't think to the level of the way that this guy can run the ball and the effect that he can have on the game with his legs. Now, throwing the ball, a lot of dual threat quarterbacks haven't been the the, the best passers like Michael Vick. But if, like I said, he's only 20, what is he, 23, 24 maybe, maybe even younger than that. If he's able to iron it out and really become, like, just even a better passer than what he is, he don't have to be Tom Brady, Payne Manning, anybody like that. But if he's able to, you know, consistently throw the ball downfield and make completions and complete 60, you know, upwards of 60% of his passes, he'll be fine. Like, he'll be, he'll be more than fine. He'll be one of the best ever. Yeah, I mean, I can't say that. No disrespect to him, but I just can't say that. <laughs> I just feel like I've seen him before, and I've I've seen better. Like it's like it's like people fall in love with a player when they see them, you know, have a great, you know, a great season. And I understand how why people will fall in love with Lamar Jackson because he's such a good player. But at the same time, I've I've, I've I will continue to say well, I've seen him before. Me being a Panthers fan for years, watching Cam Newton almost every season he's played, I have not seen another player come close to as good as him in the league if when he's healthy. I haven't. And I can't say Lamar Jackson is that player. I don't know why people feel like he's better than Cam Newton. I don't know how that is even – why is that even in people's heads? Like, I don't think people realize Cam is like literally – if he wins healthy, he's a top-five quarterback. He is. Do I feel like Lamar Jackson is a top-five quarterback? I would say he, is. <laughs> he might be in your top five, but he's not in my top five. For the younger people, I feel like that because if your basement is saying, okay, these are younger guys in the league, yeah. Right now, he might be. But if I'm a, if I'm somebody that's coaching a team and I'm trying to look for the best quarterback, I'm going to pick Cam Newton because he has the experience. Not only, did, not only does he have the experience, but we talk about – a running quarterback and a passing quarterback, do people not realize that the MVP season that Cam Newton had getting his team all the way to the Super Bowl was one of, like, 
one of the best seasons of a player has ever had in the NFL. Nobody no, right. No, it, no, it is though. It is, but but again, like when last year when Lamar Jackson won the MVP, his season was comparable to that Cam Newton season, and it might have been better actually. No, if I, no, if I'm not mistaken. It, it can never be better if he didn't make it to the Super Bowl. It's not. No, I mean, but but Cam didn't win the, the bowl, so it like what does it really mean? Cam Newton made it to the Super Bowl. Cam Newton. He did. Season, his team only lost one game, and that game was the game they lost in the Super Bowl. Are you saying here? No, nobody has topped that season in the past years, and I, I'm still going to continue to say that because nobody has. And Lamar Jackson didn't do it. And until Lamar Jackson can take his team all the way to the Super Bowl, and I, I know he has time. He's only what, like you said, 23 or 24. Yeah. I know he has time to do it, but. I don't know what people are talking about him like we've never seen him before. Like, we've seen him. He's just a – he's like another Cam Newton, but in a smaller body, and he can run the ball. Like, I've seen this. Cam Newton is like a monster. He's like two times – No, probably. no, you're right. Cam Newton is a, is a defensive end playing quarterback. You're exactly. absolutely right. <laughs> like, if, if, I'm a, if I'm a coach, I'm going to pick Cam Newton all day, every day, because I've seen him – when he's not healthy, when I, I've seen him when he's healthy and how he plays, and I've no, seen I, I agree, I agree with that part. With the with the camp with the uh, with the Carolina Panthers team that had really no weapons, they had no weapons. It, Steve Smith was not on the team when they went to Zuo. People got to understand that he wasn't playing with Steve Smith. He wasn't playing with Christian McCaffrey. He didn't have anybody, and he took that team all the way to the Super Bowl. I understand people are gonna say it was because of the defense. But yeah, it was it was because of defense, but you also need an offense to get you points. And Cam Newton was doing that with his legs, with his passing, everything he had to do, he was doing. I mean, I, I've never seen a season like that in a long. I've never seen a season like that. I I I, I can't I can't I can't make. It, I'm dead serious. I can't make this up. I understand people are so big on some of these players, and they 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 start forgetting stuff. People really do start forgetting. Like, if you're an analyst, you will start forgetting how good some of these players and some of the, the – That's teams true, have. too. That, that's like, true, too. That, that, that's how I feel about Pat Mahomes sometimes. Like, when people say Pat Mahomes is the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. I'm like, ah, did you forget about Aaron Rodgers? Like, I mean, he no kind of does the same thing as Aaron Rodgers does. When there's guys like – you know, when there's, when there's been guys like, you know – uh, Tom Brady playing the game of football, and you really have your audacity to say Patrick Mahomes is the goat. You're in, that's, that's really to me. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't like stuff that's like that. That's idiotic. That's idiotic talk. Like you got analysts on TV that are saying stuff like that. But that's what I mean by they forget so quick how good some of these players are. Like you forget what some of these players have done. That's why I, I can I can see I can honestly see where people would you know uh, give give high praises to certain players, and that's fine. As we should, though. Yeah, they deserve it. They're, they're players and they're professionals, and they're doing what they got to do. And they're and 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 not only that, this is their dream come true. Of course, you should. But at the same time, you got to keep it real. Yeah. A lot, of, <laughs> a lot of these players are not who who people are saying they are. And I have to just say, I you know, I have to really say that I've seen I've seen Lamar Jackson before. Maybe I'm I've probably never seen Patrick Mahomes. I've never really really seen a player that does some of the stuff he does with his arm. Um, I, don't, I don't like that either. Like we we watched Aaron Rodgers over the better better yeah, part of a decade do do that kind of stuff. 
Yeah, and that's, that's the only thing I'm saying about, like, you know, the whole Cam Newton thing. I think that we've seen Cam Newton since. And I think the whole thing is that people love to wipe out what certain players have done just because they're not a favorite. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Makes, that's, that's very true, especially in the NFL. Yeah, Cam Newton has his ways. You know, they didn't even want to sign him. No team even didn't want to sign that man. Like, he had to wait the Patriots and literally take a scrummy uh, contract because nobody really wanted to sign him, I guess. So it's like, you know, you got people like in, in the NFL who just want to forget all the stuff that he's done. And I'm just like, he's not, you can't do that. They did it to Colin Kaepernick. They got away with it with him. But you can't do that with Cam, though. Cam is like a talent that we've, we've really never really seen. That's what I think. I think he is a talent that we've never seen in the NFL, even though people are probably going to try to say we have seen him. You, you remember people said that Jamar, Jamar Russell was like Cam Newton, and Jamar Russell only laughed. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I get what they're saying though. Like he's he's Jamarcus Russell was six six two seventy could throw the ball seventy yards. Like I I get it, but mm, it's not a comfortable. Thing. You still got people that that feel like you know there are certain players in the NBA that are going to come in and be other players that haven't even shown themselves to even be able to do that. So I think that's just a a sports thing. People do that all the time. Now, I really I hate that it's like yeah, it's, that. it's recency bias. You know like. Like yeah. when, whenever you got the new hot thing uh, coming up, you know, people be like, oh, this is the greatest thing we've ever seen, you know, and they forget that we've seen some of the greatest players to ever play whatever game that they're playing. And you'd be like, hold on, this, this guy right here, is it better than such and such? Like you, you might want to go and watch the tape. Like, but, but again, like I, like I get it, but I think a lot of the praise that these guys get is a little bit premature, especially when it comes to like that legacy talk, you know, like Pat Mahomes, the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. Like, uh, you got to relax a little bit. Yeah, he's definitely But not, I get it, though. He's definitely not, he's definitely not the go. And I, I would – how can you give somebody that title – and they just got in the league. I understand. Yeah, he, he only he only played a year and a half. <laughs> I mean, he has he has a Super Bowl, but you know, it, it is what it is. I think that that's the that's the thing about sports that I hate so much that people forget how what some of these players have done. Like, I will never being a, a if I'm a fan of a player, I, that means I watch that player all the time, and I I will never be able to forget some of the things Cam Newton has literally been able to do even though he still gets hated and people still downplay his greatness, I, I can't forget that. So when I hear people talk about Lamar Jackson as if he's the first person to be doing the stuff that he's doing, it's kind of just like, have y'all not seen Cam Newton? Like, this guy does triple that. And he's, like, probably way more exciting to watch. No disrespect to Lamar Jackson, but Cam is just an exciting player to watch. I've watched he him is. So, so long, and I think the only player that really made me, like, say that of the time that I've been watching football, it will be C. Smith, the wide receiver C. Smith, mm-hmm. the uh, legendary C. Smith. So um, there are other players, too. I mean, you had Devin Hester when he was around. Like, whew, that Electrifying. was amazing to watch what he was able to do. Like, he's another player that make, make, like, made me feel like, you know, the way I set up C. Smith and Cam Newton. Like, just exciting. You just couldn't wait to see what he was going to do with the ball. Um, it's not too many players like that. I mean, OBJ had his moment. I don't mm-hmm. know if he's like that anymore. Um, no, know, he, he, he is. He definitely is. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'm just saying there's a list of players that I, I know that I've watched and I just say to myself, dang, I don't want to watch – I don't want to not – I don't want to miss this, this guy when he gets the ball. You know what I'm saying? There are players like that. 
And I just I don't I don't see that I'm not I don't say that when Lamar Jackson is, is with the ball. I, I don't see I, I don't I don't know how you say that. This is my, yeah, like I, knowing what he did last season. <laughs> but you might want to go and watch well, the look, last, last season. season last season was his amazing year. He did great last season, but Yeah. Um Unanimous M V P. Yeah, maybe maybe I'm just maybe I I missed some of the games that he had. But I know he did amazing. I just Again, it takes a lot to reel me in when I when I'm trying when I pay attention to certain players. Like it takes a lot for me to say, "Oh my God!" Like I, I, I that player is really good. I think yeah. him, I think the way he played in the playoffs really turned me off because that one game that. that was just not good. So I just felt like, yeah, you know, uh, I don't know, but we'll see. He's still gonna have another opportunity to redeem himself this year, and I mean, if he can do that. I mean, I can possibly put him in my my top, but right now I don't have him in my top. But like I said, he's only twenty three. Like he's, he's not like yeah. he's thirty three, about to retire, or he's at the the back end of his career. He has so much, so much room to grow, and he's already like talent wise one of the best. So it's it, it's only up from here for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, it's definitely up from here. All right, so we're gonna switch over to some basketball news. All right, so Dale Morey, uh, the Rockets GM stepped down after 13 seasons. This was a, that was very long. Geez. Um it was 13 seasons. He stepped down after 13 seasons. Yeah, I believe so. Um, I'm not sure what the Rockets are doing. Um, I think they have a lot going on. Obviously, yeah. they're going to be changing a lot of stuff. If 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 a guy like Daryl Morey is stepping down, clearly there's going to be a lot of a lot of changes that are going to take place. Um, what I have to say about that though is, uh, I hope those are good changes, you know, like I feel like right now you're just watching a lot of stuff take place just based on how they left out the, the bubble. But I think honestly, if, if the whole Daniel house situation would never happen, they were going to lose regardless. No disrespect to the to the Rockets. They were not, they did not have the type of team that could beat the Lakers. They didn't. Um, now they would have done better if, if Daniel House would have played, but they still would have lost. So you know, I, I'm kind of confused on the whole. I, maybe I just think that they're making these, you know, all these moves, and it's kind of just like, okay, y'all were gonna lose regardless. Like it wasn't, <laughs> like it wasn't like y'all were gonna. So you guys knew this was gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if they thought they could beat the Lakers. Is that what it was? I know every team is going to have, you know, every team is going to feel a certain way and want to win, but it's like you guys had to know you were going to lose against that team. Yeah, but I don't think that, that them making these moves that they've made, uh, you know, since they've been eliminated from the bubble, I don't think that that's a direct result of them losing to the Lakers. I think that's a direct result of the past that they've had over the last three, four, or five seasons. Like yeah. they they needed a change. They they need a change of scenery, and and it's it's a lot of teams and a lot of sports that need to do what the Rockets do right now, which is just change out the front office, change out the coaching staff, and try to revamp their rosters. Like they're really good teams, but it's just something about it that's not right. And I don't think that Mike D'Antoni or Daryl Morey was the right pieces for that team to go over the hump. Uh, I think if they would have stayed. They would have been in the same cycle. They would have got to the second round, conference finals, and lost. They, it, it wasn't nothing that they could do. Yeah, I, I didn't see it happening for them. I just, I just feel like they were all over the place, and I, I still feel that way about them. I think that their team is all over the place. They had a six-five center. 
Yeah, man, I think it's just too much. Like, <laughs> they got a lot going on. Like, I mean, I'm not saying that they can't, you know, make something happen, but um, oof, I, I don't know. I, I really just don't know about the Rockets. Um, I think they got a lot of things they need to change. Uh, I think that they need to go in and try to look for another player outside of Russell Westbrook. I think Russell Westbrook needs to get traded. I don't think he fits their offense. And I only say that because I just don't think he fits. But I think he's going to say because that's who Harden wants to say. And, you know, clearly, well, they're more stepped down, so we don't even know what kind of GM is going to step in and take over and say, hey, we don't want Russell here. Um that could happen. That could possibly be something that could happen next. But um, right now, I don't. I don't. I don't really know. I think that I really, really feel like in my heart that Russell Westbrook is not going to be with the Rockets anymore. I don't think that. I think Russell Westbrook probably just wants to go to a team where he can, you know, be the only player to mm-hmm. be doing. And I think that's what he likes. I think that's more Russell Westbrook type of atmosphere. There are some players that are like that. I think he probably says himself, you know, F it. I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to get a ring. Let me just get out of here. I'm dead serious. Some people, I, I don't think Russell Westbrook out of all people hey, think man. like that. He, he's way too competitive and, and, and way too confident in his talents to think that he wouldn't get a ring. Now, what I will say about Houston and their system right now currently, like I, I do think that if Russell Westbrook does stay, if I'm the Rockets, I'm doing everything I possibly can to get some some big men in the like on the roster. Like I would do everything I can to sign Demarcus Cousins right now because I believe he's a free agent and you can get him for the cheap due to his injuries. And he's he like he was two or three years removed from being the best in our basketball. Then I would also try to do my hardest to trade for Kevin Love. So that way I got two big men that can stretch the floor, open the floor up a little bit more for Harden and Westbrook to isolate, do their thing, or like, or, or whatever they do. And then on top of that, they got some, some size now. They don't have a 6'5", P.J. Tucker going against Anthony Davis. But that's the thing, though. Do you actually feel like, like, and, like, dead serious, do you actually feel like DeMarcus Cousins is worth the time? Like, I don't feel like DeMarcus I Cousins. I do. I do. I no, I don't feel like he's worth the time at all. I think they need to go ahead and let him go. Um, why waste money on somebody when you can get somebody else for the cheap and, and, and somebody else that could probably play, somebody else that you know is not going to be injured? You don't know about this guy. That's why the Warriors are not going to get him anymore because it's like why why even sign a player when you know that they're potentially could get injured? It's not even worth it. Like, it's a waste of time. If whoever GM is going to come in, they have to come in with the mindset of, look, we're trying to get this team to the finals. We're trying to get this team – to the like, you know, ahead from where they've been getting. They have not been getting, you know, they haven't got to the finals with Harden yet. This is what they need to do. They need to be trying to think championship mindset, not just getting players like DeMarcus Russell just because they're wasting. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody's got them. That's a waste of time. Let a team like the Lakers do that. You know what I'm saying? I think the Lakers will possibly get DeMarcus Cousins. No, no, the, the, Lakers, the Lakers had him last season until he tore his ACL and like, but, but even that, like, just imagine if DeMarcus Cousins was healthy playing with this Lakers team that just won a championship. Like, like it, wouldn't, it wouldn't even be fair. Like, it really wouldn't even be fair. Like, the last time we seen DeMarcus Cousins healthy, he was playing on a team with Anthony Davis and Roger Rondo, and he was far beyond the best center of basketball, and Rondo was looking like Boston Celtics Rondo. And he was on that team with the Lakers plus LeBron James. Like, it would have been nasty. <laughs> yeah. 
well, you know, I mean, I guess we'll have to see what happens. I mean, um, like I said, I'm not saying that I'm not saying they shouldn't, but I do feel like it would it probably wouldn't be a help to add him on team. I'm just saying I don't see why they would want to add DeMarcus Cousins and knowing that he will potentially get injured. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Maybe I'm thinking in a in a state of, hey, we wanna win a championship, not you know what I'm saying? I don't I just don't see the point. That's just me though. I got you. I mean, like, uh, but I mean, again, it's to me, it, it's low risk, high reward. Like, you don't, you don't have to pay him uh, a substantial amount of money. You get him on a cheap due to the injuries, and if he's healthy, he can ball. You know, from from the last time we actually seen him healthy and balling, he was one of the best out there, and that's a that's a big reward coming. You know, having a big man like that on a team like that with two guards that can you know get a bucket, but also you know get assists. And the way that they've been playing defense, they they look pretty okay playing defense thus far. And adding some big players like the Marcus Cousins or possibly trading for Kevin Love, that only helps you out. It doesn't hurt you, I don't think. Yeah. All right. So, um, is there anything else you want to talk about to end this podcast? Uh, we've been here for let's see, <laughs> twenty six minutes. <laughs> it's a long, long <laughs> podcast today. Uh, what are your like ending thoughts on this podcast today, Jeffa? Um, so I, I've I've been seeing like uh, how we talked about. I've seen a lot of moves happen uh, thus far through you know NBA, NFL, and things like that. I'm, I'm just excited to see what other moves are going to be made. Like uh, speaking of which, when we didn't mention on this, Tyron Lue just signed uh, to be on, uh, signed on to be the head coach of the Los Angeles Clippers. So I'm excited to see how that turns out. Oh wow. Um, um, it, it, it's, it's talks that Jeff Van Gundy might might be stepping uh, out of that uh, out of that that booth and coming uh, on the sidelines again and coaching the Houston Rockets. So it's it's a lot of moves to be made and it's a, it's a lot of things that you know could happen that could potentially change the, these upcoming seasons. So I'm just excited to see what more like what moves come down the line and you know see how they affect these teams. Yep. Um, that sounds I, – I, I think the Tyron Lue uh, situation is going to be pretty cool. So uh, I guess we can see what happens with that. I think I think with Lue, he's going to look at it. He's going to make sure that he gets everybody, you know, get get the right pieces around um, Kawhi Leonard to make that. And I, and I definitely think that they can make it happen um, next year. You know what I would love to see, though? I would love to see maybe, like, you know, Daniel House leaving the Rockets and going to maybe the Clippers or something like that. I think putting him defensively around that team would be good. I think what they need is to try to tighten on defense like they've had. They've had a good defensive team, but I think getting Paul George out of there should be a number one priority. I do they not need like a point them. guard, like a pure point guard, because they, they don't that. have any ball handlers on their team. They orchestrate that offense. Yeah, they need that too, but I, I definitely feel like they got to get Paul George out of there. Um, I just hate the way he played. Like, he's <laughs> Terrible in the playoffs. Like I don't know how you can come back from that. Like they got to run it back. They 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 have to run it back. I I, I, w- I wouldn't get out get them out of here quite just yet. But <laughs> I, I, I I'm close though. <laughs> they got to run it back though. They got to run it back for sure. I got you. All right, so we're gonna end our podcast. Thank you so much, uh, Jetpack, for calling. Us. Oh oh yeah, ho 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 ho. Kobe the goat, man. I you know. Oh, come yeah. on, come on, Kobe the goat. You know, I can't I can't leave y'all without saying that. Kobe's the goat, baby. <laughs> All right, so uh, Kobe's the goat. We we got that. 
And uh, we will be back uh, to talk more sports, music. Uh, hopefully we get on, get catch on to some music topics next week. Or uh, maybe not next week. Maybe we can get on one this weekend. But uh, possibly talk about some music stuff, uh, see what's going on in that arena. And, uh, yeah, anything else, Jeffa? Uh, that, that's it. That, that's it on my end. All right. Thank you guys for tuning into the BCG podcast, and we will be back with another episode. All right. Peace.